Hello and welcome to the After Sermon Podcast, where we pick up all the bits from the cutting room floor that didn't make it into our sermons and break them down. And today we're looking at the sermon, A Long Way to the Right Way. My name is Christopher and ladies and gentlemen, you are in for quite a treat because we have two recurring guests with us today who have appeared on a podcast before and that would be Mr. Michael Godfrey and Mr. Jai Watson. Hey, how are And not only do we have uh, Michael and Jai with us, but we also have a new guest with us, the young Miss Christy Godfrey. Hello. Now, guys, I actually forgot to ask this last episode when we were with James, which is uh, which was our first episode of 2017. But I'll ask you guys now, what uh, New Year's resolutions did you come up with this year? Uh, okay, well, I have, I have a pretty good one. Uh, so it's kind of related to the one of uh, the sermon that I preached, and we had an after sermon podcast on it from last year. And if anyone remembers that sermon, it's entitled "Don't Leave God Until Tomorrow," and basically my resolution revolved around a lot of the ideas that I was talking about in that sermon and in the podcast, and they were trying to fight procrastination, trying to not put things off, trying to make goals and put plans into action that minimize the amount of time that I wasted and, and really started to get things done, especially in a spiritual context. So I think you're doing a good job. You turned up right on time for recording today. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. Awesome. So, Christy, any New Year's resolutions? Oh, well, I think, well, Mikey stole my one. Procrastination is the biggest one for me that I really need to um, get going with. So, yeah, I really want to, like like Mikey said, I really want to uh, get into a a routine of, um, you know, waking up and starting my day with God and, you know, so I don't procrastinate it and don't leave it till tomorrow. That's, awesome. Yeah. And uh, also, guys, if you haven't uh, watched that sermon by Jesse, another one of the guests we have here on the show, uh, we'll have the link to that. Oh, sorry, it's not by Jesse. It's by Michael. What am I talking about? I'm thinking. I'm thinking of episode two. Uh, if you haven't seen Michael's sermon, "Don't Leave God Until Tomorrow," the link will be in the, uh, the description below. And we'll also have the link to the After Sermon podcast that we did on that topic, which also happens to be our Christmas special, which was one of my personal favorite episodes. (laughs) So um, definitely go check that one out in the description below. But Mr. Watson, what what about you? How how have you started this new year? Um, I think I don't really have any New New Year's resolutions, but uh, one of the things that I, I guess I'd focus on for... Uh, 2017 would be to uh, get out of my comfort zone um, for God. So whatever whatever situations um, I have, uh, yeah, I just want want to get out of my comfort zone uh, in whatever way God sort of leads me to to do. Awesome. And again, we actually have a sermon. This is the one that we, <laughs> that Jesse preached that I mentioned before. Um, Jesse preached a sermon. Uh, out of the boat from comfort to courage. We'll have the link in the description below for that one. 
And we also did a podcast on that one as well. Definitely a really good sermon, and um, yeah, I think it's inspired us all. I think uh, what's good is doing this podcast for us, it, as much as we really love doing it for you guys, and that's really the main reason we come here and we mm-hmm. uh, record so that you guys can get some extra info, we actually get quite a benefit out of it as well. Um, just inadvertently, we um, yeah. we kind of like refocus our minds on what the sermon was and we get to sort of talk more in depth about it. And I think when you talk about it and discuss it, you actually get a greater depth from it as opposed to just listening, if you sort mm. of get what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. I can I can tell just by the resolutions that we have that the sermons from last year um, really had an impact on us and really resonated, which is awesome yeah, to hear. Yeah, they do. They really resonate a lot more when you can go over and discuss them, um, reevaluate uh, what, what they were about and give more information, give more detail, go more in depth. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think it's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, to have really, the um, really cool. the extra time to delve into what they're all about. Something that's really cool is to take notes when you um, just like little simple notes when you watch sermons or mm. when you listen to them, because that way you will remember um, different things you can learn when the you look back. Yeah, yeah, the main points and stuff. Yeah, I think I think the good thing about. Um, Discussing them with other people is that you get different ideas of yeah, yeah that of is so what true. Um, what you've all watched and stuff. I agree. So that's yeah, true. it's really good to hear other people's ideas. And when you do that, you even you get a further depth of understanding yeah. as well. You go, oh, I'd never thought of it that way. That's right. And yeah. then you get a new angle, new perspective, different perspective, yeah. which is really good. Mm. Uh, well, I suppose <laughs> I should probably say um, my New Year's resolution. Uh, I came up with a few, but as as far as relevant to what we're talking about, um, sort of just kind of being a bit more organized. I'm normally a pretty organized person, but I can sometimes sort of fall into a bit of a trap of not having everything to a T. But um, considering going to college and all that, I should probably <laughs> make sure I'm onto it, make sure I get those assessment deadlines, and which I'm normally really good with, but I just want to, I suppose, maintain it. Um, so that's probably... I just want to be able to maintain that organisation, and um, that'll help. Keep uh, an eye on that social time, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> write, write down how much social time you're having, and then you'll... Uh... Such a jack. <laughs> <laughs> Organising a social time. So at 5.30, I have my... <laughs> uh, you'll have to leave now. That yeah. I'm done socialising. Sorry, that's, that's my quota for the day. <laughs> um, no, but uh, organising will also help in other areas, like uh, the podcast. Hopefully you can get a bit more professional and a bit more um, organised. So, mm. yeah, it'll kind of influence in other areas of my life, not just, uh, you know, education and all that. Mm. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear all our New Year's resolutions. Uh, and we're going to go on to the recap now. Before we get into the recap, just a quick warning. If you haven't watched A Long Way to the Right Way, go to the link below and come back here later because this podcast is full of spoilers. Spoilers. Now, with that out of the way, let's get into the quick recap. Mr. Watson. Um, so, it was a personal testimony, but the way I structured it, I uh, broke it up into three three sections. Uh, my life before God, my uh, encounter experience, and my life after God. Um, yeah, so I, I set it up that that way. Uh, in the 
my life before God, I just shared about how, you know, I was heading down the the wrong path and um, thinking I was in uh, in charge. And, and then uh, my encounter experience uh, wasn't like uh, Paul Paul's experience. Damascus on the road? Yeah, yeah it wasn't anything like that. Mine was a little bit uh, longer journey. So I was able to share how, uh, how um, God... Uh, Sort of impacted my life or changed the direction I was heading uh, through three ways, which were God working through people, God working on my heart, and exposure to the Word of God. So they were uh, pretty pretty interesting ways that God was uh, using other people to to um, draw me closer. Um, you know, His Holy Spirit, so working on my heart to change uh, some of my desires and my. Um, yeah, things I was doing, and the other was uh, exposure. So that was just um, wanting to read the Bible more, but also spend time with uh, at prayer meetings, Bible studies, and and things like that. So yeah, it was it was um it was interesting. It was my first sermon, but yeah, it was good. It was really good for a first sermon, definitely. Yeah, really well, well presented. Oh, I should say that for impressions. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of which, segue. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what, what do you what do you guys think? What's your uh, impressions of the of the sermon? We won't start with you, Chris. We'll. Uh... Uh, do you want to start with me? Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll go. Uh, sorry, but that was exactly what you just said. <laughs> um, let's, let's go around. Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I always like testimonies because. They always feel personal, mm. and you you feel like you get to have a better understanding of the person. I really enjoyed mm, getting right. to get a better understanding of you and your background, but more so, I appreciated and found more in-depth um, getting to know uh, how your relationship with God and um, how God has impacted your life. I found that mm. aspect to be more interesting and more impactful. Not that your life isn't interesting, of course, <laughs> but... No. The, but the spiritual side and talk, talking about, um, yeah, how God has influenced you in your life, uh, I found really interesting. And it was, uh, I liked the way it was well-structured. <laughs> yeah. And mm. no, I found it really good, really informative and um, really impactful. Kind of makes you self-evaluate as well where you're, you are with your relationship with God, which a testimony really kind of should. It should give you an assurance of God and should also make you think of, um, your relationship with God, I suppose. So it was really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree with a lot of what you said. I think, <clears throat> I think it was uh, great. I think it was clear, concise, and, and really relatable. Not relatable so much in the sense that I experienced all this stuff that you that you experienced and went through, um, but in the sense that you said, "This is my sermon. This is where I was. This is what happened, and this is where I am now." And I was able to to. to uh, to I guess um, understand what it was, what what it could have been like, or what it would have been like. It was really really clear. You just set it out in three really easy to understand steps, um, and uh, it was um, it was it was fantastic because um, it, I think that you uh, the Holy Spirit spoke through you to a lot of the people in the congregation. I think that a lot of people were touched by the story, and I think a lot of people. Um, were, uh, I, I think, empowered to to recommit to, um, um, yeah, uh, reevaluate their spiritual lives in light of what you said. Thanks, man. Mm. 
Man, it's hot going last. <laughs> it's all it's been just, sort of said. It <laughs> seriously has, I'll just tell you that. Um, I, yeah, again, I, I agree totally with everything you guys said. Like, um, something that I really find is really um, awesome and uh, powerful is when you, when someone opens up, American, about their different. Um, they're hard things and they're, they're comfortable to talk about what they've done in the past and um, and with most uh, you know um, testimonies a lot of people do that and they open up and it can really have a big um, impact on um, the people listening and um, like one of you guys said that it can really uh, relate to people um, who have especially gone through that in their lives um, and, you know, I really think that God has uh, used that in a way for you to do that. Um, so, yeah, testimonies are really powerful, definitely. On the topic of relatability, testimonies are good because, as you said, you broke it up into before God, uh, getting to yeah. that stage, learning about God, and then life after you'd made that commitment. Everyone's got to sit in one of those camps, I suppose. Mm. Either that with is God, so true, yeah. getting to know God, or you're not with God. Mm. So regardless of where you are, one of those stages will uh, impact you and may impact, uh, you may relate to even more than one of them. Mm. And then whether it's, I'm not with God at the moment, that's where I am. And then they see what happens afterwards, that can have a big impact or... Yeah. Vice versa, it, it where, can work. Are, where are you and where do you want to be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, so yeah. that's a great thing about testimonies for sure. Yeah, that's that's really cool how you um like like Mikey said how you split it up. Yeah, mm. it's really easy to understand. I've never really heard people do it that way, so it was a good way of doing it. Well, speaking of structure, let's get the ball rolling by going to our next segment, the drawing board. Michael, what is the drawing board? Well, the drawing board is where we discuss the sources, inspirations and goals of the sermon in order to better understand the sermon in question. Awesome. So, Mr. Watson, uh, how did we go about coming to making this sermon? Um, Sources? Well, I I knew a guy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, he'd lived this life, so... What? No. Um... Yeah, so in, inspiration was I just wanted to um, share what what Jesus had done for me in my life. And I think that uh, my goal was to, to help um, people see that uh, the transforming power that can happen in a life when when you give it over to, to God and, and follow after Him. Um, the, yeah, that's the, I guess I, I wanted to maybe challenge a few people to think about how that how they can be used by God or um, what what situations that they're going through that, that God can um, encourage them to, to draw near. Yeah, nice. And I think based on what we said in the impression segment, um, that definitely got across that, yeah, that goal definitely. of challenging people where they're at. I think you definitely got it across. Mm. Something that's also awesome is that um, I feel like God uses people that um, are, you know, really struggling also they have a rough past and you he uses the people that you never think that he would use there's a verse that says he uses the um weak things Mm. to do strong things or something similar to that Mm. pretty sure it's second maccabees (laughs) 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 it's it's not second (laughs) (laughs) 
där inne. Um, it's he uses the the foolish things to to impart mm. knowledge or something like that. It's First Corinthians or something. Mm. Anyway, we'll oh well, fact fact check us. <laughs> but yeah. I'm sure if you do a simple word search, you'll find the, yeah. the verse that I was talking about. All right, so uh, let's get on to the cutting room floor, the main meat of our podcast. But Christy, what is the cutting room floor? All right, guys. So the cutting room floor is the segment where we discuss the parts of the sermon that didn't make it into the final product. So let's discuss them. <laughs> Those that word discuss. Discuss. All right. So, Mr. Watson, what were some things you decided to cut out? Um, most of them were probably uh, just experiences. I I think where God has, um, yeah, where I've had God's presence or or felt God's leading. Um, one of the one of the key ones that I was thinking of sharing was my first ever realization or encounter experience with God uh, it was when I was about 16 and there was a pastor that was coming to our local church at the time his name was uh, Pastor Sam Brager and he was running a revelation series I think revelation mm-hmm. prophecy mm-hmm. series and my uh, obviously at 16 I couldn't drive myself <laughs> um, so so my dad uh, and I drove. My dad took me, and I, I, I went. <clears throat> yeah. So my dad took me, and uh, I went there, and we uh, listened to this this uh, series. And for me, it was awesome the way that that the Bible uh, prophecies lined up with um, Earth's history and. Mm. That was the first time that I realized this this book that we carry to church actually had some like history and it had had a relevance to my life you yeah, know yeah. that uh the the bible being a, a a book of earth's history from beginning to end um so yeah that was that was one of the cool experiences that I was thinking about sharing, but I just really couldn't fit it into the the structure or yeah. um, of of the sermon. The other thing that that happened from the same uh, sermon or same series was um, my dad. Now I knew my dad loved me, of course. He did everything for me, and he, you know. Um, but it, it was something that the uh, pastor had said. He said the way that God tells us he loves us all the time, we as fathers should tell our, our children. And so from from that day on, uh, my dad decided that he was going to tell me he loved me uh, all the time. And like, like I said, I knew my dad loved me. Of course I did. He's my dad. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that we said to each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, it like it's hard to say that that, how that would have impacted me if it didn't happen but i know that it uh yeah it was it was really uh, helpful to me and i would encourage any fathers who who don't necessarily tell their kids that they love them um that it would be yeah hugely hugely beneficial to them definitely mm. yeah so were there any other particular experiences that just didn't quite fit into the uh the sermon structure intended. Yeah, I think one of the um, 
one of the answers to prayer that I was thinking of sharing, which was um, pretty fun. Uh, I was on the phone. I was actually driving back from Brisbane to to Coffs, and I'd stopped in at Grafton. I'd, I think I was either uh, getting a drink or going to the bathroom, one of the two. And I had been talking on my phone with my headset, and I got out, and it was getting on dark, so I got out and I went um, and grabbed a drink or whatever, and I'd come back to my car, and I had locked it with the keys in it. With oh, no. <laughs> you locked yourself out of your car. Yeah, with, with the car running. Oh, and the, it was running. Oh man, and the and the lights on. So, <laughs> uh, um, I ended the phone call. I was just like, "Hey, man, I've I've, I've got myself in a bit of a situation. I'll uh, I'll have to let you go." But I saw that I saw the funny side. I didn't stress about it. And um, uh, first thing I did was like, "I'm like, hey, God, so yeah, my God, <laughs> this just happened. This just happened. Situation. Um, what do you you know? What is it that?" Uh, you want me to do what is it that I can learn from this or whatever and so straight as soon as I'd, I'd finished praying this uh, old guy came driving down the road in his, in his ute and I was like oh god awesome this is cool um, and uh, he parked there and I went over to him and I'm like hey uh, I seem to have locked myself out of my car <laughs> some assistance <laughs> um, but uh, he yeah he wasn't wasn't that talkative I don't yeah I don't know um anyway so I was like oh I, I'll best go back and see if I can't find some something to help me get in and there was some barbed wire there and I'm like oh this could help or anyway uh shortly after that a uh limousine rocked up What's a limousine doing in Grafton? <laughs> no, guys, know. Upper Carenza. Oh, sorry, up, Upper Carenza. Upper Carenza. Of all the places. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this limousine rocked up, and I was like, oh, okay, is anything happening? But this old elderly gentleman was picking up his wife, who was dropped off in a limousine. And then this lady uh, yelled out that she said oh my husband will be here soon he'll be able to give you a hand i'm like oh awesome awesome and then shortly after that another limousine rocked up what? <laughs> um <Man. laughs> as they just do two <laughs> limousines yeah, no, pull up within 10 minutes of each other yeah. and this is and grafton what, yeah. <laughs> what happened and uh the gentleman got out and he, he um had a, some screwdrivers and some um some coat hangers and stuff and so we were able to to get into the car but yeah um yeah it was just one of those experiences where it's amusing that uh yeah how god answers prayer yeah i agree mm. so yeah and and i was able to drive home awesome and in interesting and significant ways too like it's not like some it was specifically two limousines that came <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's pretty that's randomly. distinct isn't it yeah yep awesome <clears throat> well um, that pretty much covers the stuff that you uh, were, weren't able to share in the sermon. Mm. So I was thinking, we still have a bit of time that, um, in a, goodness. <clears throat> so I was thinking, we still have a little bit of time, um, and I was hoping we could just maybe get to know a little bit more about your baptism, because we, you, you made reference to it uh, in the mm. sermon, but I'd like to sort of focus in on 
that part because um, I think it, you could say it's probably one of the most significant parts of the testimony, right? Um, yeah. If not the most significant. So well, that's the commitment. That's the public public declaration. Public, yeah, declaration. yeah. So uh, leading up to your baptism, what was it like in the few weeks, or what did you do in order for, to prepare for making this choice, and how did you get there? Yeah, yeah, good. Um, Good question. I think I'd start with the decision to, to be baptized. Yeah. Um, I was already uh, going through Bible studies, and it hadn't necessarily come up. We were going through a few different topics, and I mean, I, I knew a few topics or whatever. But it was on a trip to Brisbane. I was driving there, listening to a radio station, Christian radio station, and they talked about baptism. And the thought popped in my mind. I'm like, hey... I should think about baptism. <laughs> yeah. And it was like this soft little, hmm, yeah, why Maybe not? you should. <laughs> um, and so I, I messaged uh, our pastor that I was studying with. Um, I'm like, hey, man, so we should discuss baptism when I get back. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. And he's like, awesome, praise God. So, mm. yeah, when, when we uh, got back, I, I think I was in a little bit, of a different place and mm. I was like felt like this dark cloud of like un spiritualness was around me and it was like this fog and I went and saw um, Abel and I was like oh man I just you know this I'm in this annoying place I don't know what it is mm. and this smart guy <laughs> he, mm. he uh he didn't <laughs> say it but he waited for me to say that you know oh this is obviously because I've made a decision to to be baptized and you know the enemy doesn't necessarily yeah, want that yeah. that's the last thing yeah once. that's right yeah, yeah so publicly declare because then you also have a church family now to help you like mm. not that you don't beforehand but there's now the you know you it's kind of coming into a community officially. Mm. You're now part of the body of Christ now that you've been baptized into Christ. So last thing. That's right. I think it's also similar to, you know, when you get married, that's kind of the no turning back point. When you're yeah. engaged, you can still break it off. When you get married, that's your big commitment. That's your public declaration. That's mm. that's what you say. All right, we're going through with this. Yeah. Mm. And it's more difficult. It's more difficult to break up that relationship once that commitment's been made. That's right. People still divorce. People still... Uh, can turn back on their baptism and reject mm. God, but it, it's a lot more difficult once they've made that decision. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. they're in this, they're in it uh, publicly now, and they're in it because they now have that desire to. So it's much yeah. more difficult. That's probably why Satan attacks that face right before you. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it's quite amazing that you know before the weeks leading up to your baptism, you have such this like you you described it as like a cloud of darkness, mm. like a fog. It's like this doubt that is just like, well, I'm not good enough to do this, you know. And it's so true. It's like, well, Satan's just putting that into yeah. your mind. It's strange, isn't it? You'd mm. expect you'd expect it to be like a walk in the park with yeah. roses and everything. And definitely, like, there is that aspect of happiness and joy. You're making a decision you want to, mm. but it it's not without its trials. Mm. Yeah, there's a... Um... It's a head decision. It's a, an act of faith. Mm, that's right. yeah. So it's not an emotional-based yeah. decision. And I think that fog is sometimes affecting our emotions to cloud yeah, our. That's true. Definitely. Yeah. To cloud our thinking. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was that was uh, an experience. And I think um, I went home and I'm like, oh, you know, God, what 
just let you know let me know you let me know you're there and i found um this book that i'd i'd been reading i think it was called uh 100 prayer promises passionate prayer promises or something like that by brenda walsh and kay kuzman i think and um i flicked it open and the first thing that came up was just you know perfect for my life um mm, wow. and i did cool. this i did this a number of times and it was just like oh wow wow um and each time like each time I was like oh god one more <laughs> just, yeah. just one more <laughs> and so I'd open our next one and it was just you know right right there for my life send me one so, more one more one, one more more is that, <laughs> a, is that a hexor reference <laughs> yeah it is that's a <laughs> just one more lord just one more lord <laughs> yeah so that um that really encouraged me and, and um yeah that Help me to, to, to move forward. Yeah. I guess uh, the day of my baptism, we decided to, to sit down and, and look at what day I wanted to get baptized. Mm. And I was thinking about this and I just said, hey, well, what about, what about my birthday? That'll be, mm. like, that'll be pretty good Perfect. on my birthday, my new birth. New birth. Mm. Um, yeah, so we looked at it and it turned out to to be on a Sabbath, so that was like... Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so really, really special. And your um, birthday was just a few days ago, wasn't it? Hey, yeah. That's right, this year it was. 100th <laughs> birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's cool, like, um, I don't know about you guys, but we've all been baptised, and so it's cool looking back on the day that you've been baptised and being like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. So I wonder, did you feel that? Yeah, that's right, it's a special yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. a really special day, especially your birthday. You know, you're not going to forget it either. No, <laughs> it's really easy to yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. One of the um, cool experiences that I had uh, that, I mean, heaps of people told me about, but it's it's something that you can't verbally tell someone about. Um, my so after baptism, it was right. It wasn't right after it. It was you know slowly or you know, this realization that my old life and the things that I had done, I was completely forgiven of, and that wasn't who I was anymore. Mm. And mm. I didn't realize that that was affecting my life. I didn't realize that there was like this kind of guilt or something that I was hanging on to. And so, yeah, that was like one of those cool experiences that people talk about and you're like yeah 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 but <laughs> yeah, yeah. until you experience, until you experience it. it it's yeah. it's, it's, um, it's really yeah yeah really crazy awesome and so you talked a little bit about afterwards um the baptism day what what was that like any cool experiences well, apart from being baptized but yeah <laughs> uh the baptism, the baptism yeah <laughs> Um, no, I, I think I know what you're, you're talking about. Yeah, so <laughs> one of the awesome things um, is how God knows us intimately. And uh, yeah, so I'm a visual learner. And one of the things that happened when uh, I, as soon as I'd just been, um, went under the waters of baptism, my eyes opened right, right up and I could see my hands out of the water. <laughs> And they were still there, and the pastor, the pastor was like forcing my hands under the water, like sort of, sort of forcing my hands under the water. And in my mind, it was like all of you must be baptized. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. And um, do it, do it right. <laughs> and it was like this cool visual 
uh, memory that I will never, never forget. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, just like how God is just um, so intimately, uh, knows us so intimately that he, he just gives us little gems of, mm. of um, things for our experience. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Definitely. That's great. And so, um, apart from you talking about the sort of that feeling of the past and past actions no longer being a burden. Was there any, you know, other noticeable changes that you uh, saw in your life after making that decision? Um, In terms of your spiritual life with God or your personality, character, I'm not sure. (laughs) Changes straight after the baptism. Yeah, Yeah, any... Yeah. I guess I was a little bit uh, more peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um... Wanted to spend more time with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Which makes sense after committing to a relationship. That's right, yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to spend a bit more time now on top of the time yeah. I already spent. You feel yeah. stronger. Yeah. 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 Did I, you feel like the fog lifted after after the baptism as well? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I th- yeah. I'm pretty sure it lifted um, when I uh, was flicking through that book and I was, I was like, that's... Um, when I was flicking through the book, I was like, oh, I was encouraged enough to have faith that God was still there and that fog was just a oh, great. Okay. attack or whatever. So, yeah, yeah it mm. it definitely, um, it lifted before then. I was, okay. still, I was still super nervous. I didn't even say anything on, on my baptism. Day. <laughs> really? I didn't say, like I, I said, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> um, I but I, I literally didn't have anything to say to the congregation and I just think... Um, how uh, amazing it is that that transformation process from like a year ago, mm. uh, not mm. being able to say something in front of. Oh, true. That's right. And then to having, having a podcast dedicated to your sermon. <laughs> where right. you were up there cool. for talking yeah. about your life, a whole talking sermon. about your experiences. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah. I think you said enough with your actions on your baptism day. I think everyone, and, and you talk to people individually too. Yeah, yeah, it was so. just in front of everyone. But then, yeah, to be able to, to get up and to preach the sermon a year later. I suppose that's, you know, people always talk about spiritual gifts at and after baptism using them. looks like you've mm. acquired one. That's right. <laughs> Some public speaking skills. And that was your chance to say what you wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, I really liked just being able to sort of talk about something different today. Normally we talk about uh, like a message strictly from the Bible, whereas mm. the... the the uh, topic we talked about today was uh, our no, life experience. Life man. experience, yeah, mm. from a biblical perspective. That's right, which I really liked, and and it was from a biblical perspective. You had a lot of verses in there that backed up what you said. I, I really liked how you had the the uh, prodigal son. You applied your life to that parable. I thought that was really really good. Mm. I think that was more relatable that as was, well. But we were yeah. able to. Uh, just, just an actually, kind of, yeah. I kind of sighed in relief because if you listen to last week's podcast, I was thinking of doing the prodigal son for my sermon the, literally the week oh, before. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> when he did, when Jai was like, "So yeah, the prodigal son yeah, guys," I'm like, right. "Glad I went with Jake and <laughs> <laughs> so, so there we go. Looks, well, you could rename the prodigal son um, the title that Jai used for a sermon a long way to the right, right way. way. You could there rename that parable hey. because that's that's. The main gist of that story as well. It sort of is. Copyrighted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We can't rename the parable. We can't rename it. No, but yeah. um, So hopefully we might have a few more podcasts like this in the future. Mm. Um, We'll do them 
intermittently will spur them or spread them out so it's they're really more nice, special. Nice yeah. fresh change. Yeah, it's a nice fresh change. Uh, we might share some of our baptism experiences and a little bit about us. And um, I hear a uh, new segment uh, growing here. Yeah, <laughs> what are we going to call the segment? <laughs> we have to come up with a cool title. we got, like, yeah. cutting the floor and stuff. Catching. Mm. Watch this space, I see. Watch this space. <laughs> oh, and then we go, hey. to, to be announced. We'll cool. brainstorm. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I think... Uh, before we begin to wrap up, I'd just like to make an appeal to everyone that if you are considering baptism or you're interested or you're just interested to know more about God, uh, to find a local pastor or find someone in your life, if it's a family member or a friend who knows God and knows the Bible well, read the Bible, really just get into God's Word, and hopefully you can make the same decision that uh, Jai and the rest of us mm. have. I think we can all testify that it's an, an amazing experience to dedicate mm. your life to God is such an important thing to do. And um, yeah. I'll, I'll it's something you I'll, won't regret. There's yeah. no downside to it. That's right. I'll, I'll just yeah, say that um, if anyone who's who's thinking about it, um, just pick up the Bible. But before you start, just pray and, and mm. you know talk to God and say, hey, look, you know, I'm not a good reader or, or um, I want you to tell me something or, you know, and, and to persevere when there's, when there's not, anything when there's no answer to prayer mm. um, I think is something that we we all need to to be reminded of mm. at, at times so yeah I'd, I'd encourage you to to yeah just whenever you whenever you're spending time with God to just um, pray before and and, and uh, yeah whenever you're sorry whenever you're thinking about doing some reading or whatever just pray before and ask God to help you and mm. to really help your understanding and, and comprehension so. and if you do start putting that into practice if you think about making that decision then expect the trials yeah <laughs> almost almost, <laughs> almost expect them almost expect something there to happen be because remember there is an adversary and and a uh, good note, good note. <laughs> good note, you, you take it's the worth good, it. You take the good with the bad, well, and the I good's mean, far surpassed. I mean, that's, it's that's right. It's, that's how we're refined. It's by the trials. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so hey. We're not defined by the trials. We're refined by the trials. Ooh. Right? That's, uh, that's what I said. Didn't Sorry. I say refined? Copyright yeah, yeah you did. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I was making no, a no, sound. No. I just... Um, yeah, if you if you don't want trials, don't pray for things. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, but God can help you get over the trials. Just listen to Jai's story. Yeah, for sure, mm, definitely. But it's definitely worth it. Awesome. Well, uh, Jai, do you have any recommended readings for the viewers at home today? Yeah, um, I would say that my the first book because I've, I wasn't a reader. Um, the first book I ever started to read was a book called Maranatha and it's a daily devotional which uh super easy one page a day and yeah that that was one that uh, really encouraged me I was really able to get some um meat in that in that just that one page uh, another book uh the first book of the bible that I read was was John and for me that's that was like the perfect book I mean mm. I started in Matthew years ago and but John was really really where it was at for me. Mm. Um, there's another book by Ty Gibson. I think it's called uh, Seeing with New Eyes. Yeah, that was mm. a really, really good book that um, mm. opened it right up for, for um, yeah, my understanding of, of God and his love and, and um, the the love story of Jesus. So Awesome. So make sure to go check those out, guys. Um, definitely good books to check out are... Uh, I'll recommend the Gospel of John as well. <laughs> I've read that one. So. Yes, <laughs> Very good one. Awesome. All right, Marky. So, where 
would you find all of your videos and your sermons and everything? Oh, okay. Uh, well, one of them. Uh, well, one of them. I've got one <laughs> uploaded. Oh, we, yeah. Michael Godfrey is, is the name of the channel, pretty standard. You can find the link in the description to that sermon, the channel, Check and the, the After Sermon podcast related to the sermon. Awesome. Mm. And Chris, what about you? Uh, if you want to find me, you'll always be able to find me uh, just on the After Sermon podcast. Uh, but also check out my other YouTube channel, Christopher Peterson, uh, where you'll find all the sermons that I present throughout uh, the year. Mr. Watson, uh, where would the people be able to find you? Um, I don't have anything up at the moment, but I'm sure that if you look in the description that at some stage there will be um, a YouTube channel uh, called something. Jaiwato998. <laughs> Actually be called we'll something. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> and there will be a link in the description. Watch this space. <laughs> yes. That's what we're saying. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that concludes the podcast for today. We hope you enjoyed it and got a blessing out of it. Um, we certainly got a blessing out of Jai's sermon and mm-hmm. really enjoyed discussing uh, today's podcast. Make sure to uh, come back next week. And with that said, have a good one. And... Good night. Good night. Good night. See ya.